Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 505 Podcast. So I just got back and I'm tired. You literally just walked in the door five minutes ago. I walked in like five minutes ago. I just, um, where were you? Oh my God. I'm taking a little bit of a nap right now. Okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. Here's what happened. I, uh, I flew to New York and then drove with Kia to Los Angeles shooting like a campaign for them the whole way. And I'm like hanging on the car. It's pretty intense. But the funny thing is dude, like all production kids, right? And like the PAs do like, everything's very like production like copy that like can you give me water copy dog give me water like everything is copy like hey 7200 copy I'm like okay cool dude roger that any you paste know? everyone's everyone's on everyone's on walkies right but i'm in the camera car and these pas like only talk like to each other it's just production words like i didn't know half of them right i'm in the front of the camera car like in the front seat shooting photos and like most of this shoot's been pretty intense like i'm ready for whatever like i'll hang out the car i don't care and this pa in the back i just hear him i'm like looking forward i hear him go yeah, we got a 10-1. We got a 10-1 back here. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm buckling up. Like, I'm ready for the 10-1, dude. I'm ready to go. What's a 10-1? So, what's a 10-1? One? So, I don't know. Oh, okay. That's okay. the thing. So I'm like, I'm re- I don't know what that means. So I'm ready for whatever. So I'm buckling up. And then I, get, I hear, crisis averted. I, I 10-1 in the bottle. It means you had to take a piss. <laughs> Dude, that was the That's fucking thing, dude. That's great. And then for the rest of the trip, I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta take a quick ten one in the hotel, and then ten two is taking a shit. I learned, which makes sense, like mm, one and two. That makes a lot of sense. Oh. Like, yeah, we got a ten one back here. Did you have fun though on your your whole your whole? It was, I mean, it was eight days, six a.m. calls every day. Um, Sounds super fun. It was, it was really fun. Like we would be in the middle of the desert, we'd be in the middle of the mountains. Like, here's the thing though. In between New York and like Colorado, mm-hmm. like Western Colorado, it looks the same. It's yeah. just like flat and trees. And so like we get the same shots. I'm like, yo, I just got this. I got this shot three days ago. It's the exact same shot. A lot of car to car stuff, which is cool. A lot of like desolate areas, like different textures, which was cool. And then once we hit New York or once we hit Colorado, it was sick. It was like so fun, but I'm so tired. I road tripped back to Wisconsin one year for school. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, it was flat. Like you get to middle america and it's yeah. just like there's not much going on once you pass the rockies yeah, yeah. It, you're just flat i mean even a lot of colorado is just desert you don't realize yeah. it's just flat man it was your first time in new york what'd you think love new york dude um fast fast S- pace second to la second i mean i again i came across the whole country right just went new york to la saw it all i saw every state just kidding but i did see a lot la wins i like i mean i like it the most new york close second though really fun Cool energy, just like people big moving buildings, all the time. Lots of it's a big different buildings. energy than LA. I stressed me out because I couldn't like I couldn't see like what's past me, right? Sure. Mm. I'm like, I'm there's just buildings everywhere. Like I don't know jungle. where that thing is. The canopy is real, dude. But I did go to our favorite store, Amy Leon Dior. Then you bought you and did you buy something? Yeah. Oh, I walk in there and the guy's like, Hey, you like looking for something? I'm like, Oh, I'm buying. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna buy something today. Dude. You're like, go get me a cup of tea from the back. Yeah, I'll be here listen, for like sir. an hour. Oh, they have like a cafe. There's oh, like I a know, long I know. line. Did you did you get like the water and shit? Yeah, oh yeah, they get me everything. Oh yeah, That's they bring great. you out the cucumber yeah. shit. Yeah, dude, you oh, think yeah. that two hundred dollars sweatshirt was worth it? Probably not. <laughs> but I had to get it. But you no, know? you had to. We were talking about it before you went. We knew that you yeah. were gonna purchase something. Yeah. Kind of buttered that you didn't call me to get another fucking hoodie. There was you. it was only the oatmeal, and I wanted black anyways. But I was like, I have to buy something. I wanted the oatmeal. I wanted. I didn't know. I wanted the black one. Yeah. I wanted the black one. Okay. Too. All right. I didn't have it. And I told you we would have matched. It would have been okay. You didn't. Right. Per- we can match. You can, you really, can order I'm one. I'm really excited. Um, Chase still hasn't showed us what he brought us 
as souvenirs. From yeah, what did you bring? Oh, I day. got. Oh, you wouldn't believe what I got for you guys. <laughs> I want. It might be expired at this point. It's a longer trip than I expected. <laughs> it's like a Cliff Bar. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like two goldfish that you picked up. <laughs> you can only get two this dead goldfish. Two dead goldfish. That you wanted a fair on the way over. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man. What did you guys get up to? I was gone. I mean, we watched uh, we watched a really cool doc, the Kid Cudi yeah. doc. We fell asleep for it the first time. We we're really tired. We started like midnight, and then the next time we finished it. And it was really inspiring. I he's been my number one artist on Spotify for like past five years. So every time you get like the year wrap up, it's, it's just him? always him. Yeah, he's the top guy. I don't know why. Something about the music. I think that I edit really late at night. Those are called Sketch Boy hours. For those yeah. that are listening, Brayden yeah. loves Sketch Boy hours. I've, I've low key turned him back though. You guys, do you, you, you have? You say? Yeah, we've turned yeah. him back for you. Yeah, when, you guys when we first moved me. in, Brayden would like. Okay, Brayden would start editing at like 10 p.m. every night, and then his his buddy Little Rock would come over at like two every time. I've never seen Little Rock in the daytime. He might be a vampire. Yeah, just come over and they would just sketch for hours to like 6 a.m. I would sleep the whole not time. six, like three or four. Pretty late, but it's kind of fun though because I know if I'm gonna have to like edit real late one night. I know that there's gonna be someone else doing sketch for hours with me. Yeah, sketch for hours is, nice. is just one of those things where I I think it's like a it's like a harmless feeling because. Mm. You, Harmonious, right? but I, I was gonna let it slide. Fuck, dude, I've just been really messing up the term for two. Also, I met, we figured out the term. I just got a DM. It, it's layman terms. It's not laid terms. L a y m a. You said laid terms. No, dude, because I always sit in the back. I wasn't a fucking good student. I wouldn't sit in the front. I'd sit in the very back of the class. I could hear this anatomy teacher telling. She'd be like, layman terms. See how that could sound like laid terms? It's not. Man, I haven't, terms. I haven't been on laid terms in a while. Now. <laughs> layman, layman terms for those listening are just normal people words. So if someone's throwing around a bunch of right. fancy jargon, sure. just be like, yo, throw me some layman terms dog sure so that's what that's what it is but anyways watch the doc doc was incredible um i think that it's important for you to watch things that are inspiring and i i'm really inspired by kid cuddy specifically because mm. the, the music's just like right it's he, unreal it's he's just, next level he's a, a visionary mm-hmm. and he's just so unapologetically himself right. which is one of the main things i took away from it i've been a fan of his for a while like i listened to him so much in high school it right. really takes like me since back. man on the moon yeah yeah man on the moon is just like one of my mm. favorite albums of all time but yeah he's just unapolog- unapologetically himself one of the things that stood out to me was when he was putting out man on the moon the record label was like you need another single like um oh. like day, day and night. night right yeah and what? What? and he was like I don't care about radio. This is not, that's not who I am. I don't care about the numbers. It needs to be pursuit of happiness. This is the song that I want to be the next single. I don't Mm. care what you guys say. So they kind of got into it about that. And of course he was right because Pursuit of Happiness is just an right. unbelievable well, And now song. it's the song we listen to before every podcast, literally. literally. Yeah, we, we get pumped up to the Pursuit of Happiness. We sure do. Um, but I thought that was cool because it's so easy to kind of get caught up in looking at the numbers on social media and maybe like creating for the wrong reasons. Um, and I just took that as a lesson. I think everyone can kind of take that as a lesson is if you create really good stuff mm. and you aim to inspire, mm. that's kind of all that matters and try your hardest to not, it's easier said than done, but try as your best to try to not get caught up in the numbers. Just be consistent, put as best content as you can out right. and I think you'll be successful. Right. Which can be hard. I think it can be hard when you're not like, dude, like we were literally talking about this the other day. It's super frustrating as a creator because again, like you can't get wrapped in the views. You can't like everyone knows that everyone says right. that though. Way easier said Way easier than said. done. Absolutely. Especially 
when money relies on yep. you getting views. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's like, well, don't care about the views, but also we really give a shit about the views because you're not going to get paid if these aren't doing yeah. well. So I think it's like a very, it's tough for creators to like tell people that and be like, oh, don't give a shit about the views. But then they're like, yo, I want to get bread. Right. And the only way to get bread is if I'm getting views. Right. So I, it's like such a fine line and I don't really know um, the perfect way to put it for people to understand to not care, but also care at the same time. And I, like, I think you said though, the only thing though, that you, you can't control the views. The only thing you can control is like showing up hundred percent and, and mm. just doing the best that you can do that day. And you got to control what you can control right. and everything else is kind of, because it's out of your control, there's yeah. really no point in worrying about it. You just, if you feel good about the end product, then you hit send and then you just, you just know you did something good. You don't have to worry about what happens next. And that's know? what I think what's gotten like what's TikTok has taught me because like, okay, I, I want to say that I am probably, I probably create some of the higher quality content on TikTok. I'll give you that. I'll right? give it to you. I'll give okay. it to you. I don't think though that they get the views that they should a lot of the time, which is Been very, which is, oh, boo you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Boo you. I'm sorry, Brady. But, but, I'm sorry, Brady. But, but, but you know, I, I, I do think <laughs> that it, it's like taught me to really not give a shit and just be like, yo, do I like it? Yes. Right. And, and two, I think that I've noticed like, I've gotten so many people that have hit me up about these videos that are getting like, I don't know, 500 views, a thousand right. views, 2000 views, whatever. And they're like, yo, this, this kicked me off my ass today. Or this like saved, this stopped me from stopping today. Right. So then I'm like, okay, you're really never, you're not ever creating for the masses anymore. I feel like if you just get one person that gets the message and sees it, and fucking Christ and ingests it and right. learn something from it. You've done your job. Does it frustrate you when you see um, like yes. Yes. Costas oh, yeah. just filming oh. himself and getting just millions of views and just like his face? Oh, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just on no, an iPhone. No, just kidding. It's Costas and I want to see him eat. It does frustrate me goes, a lot. I want to see him eat, but just not. I think, more it, than it, I think it's really frustrating when you see like a, a shitty video that yeah. goes viral. That's yeah. like, that's like brutal as someone that puts, you put a lot of effort into something and then you're like, damn. Right. 50 views today. That's sick. Yeah. I do think though that like you really never know who's going to see your stuff no, and you never you know who it's going to affect, who's watching your stuff, who you're going to inspire. Absolutely. So the stuff that's like in the past, it's like made me money. It hasn't been like my best stuff. You know, like when people like I think in the past when someone's been like, oh, like I want to hire you saw this. I'm like, oh, God, why'd you see that? Like, that, right. That's not even the half of the yeah, coolest video. Like, but but they see it and then and then they hire you. And that kind of gets into like, especially if you can get paid for that stuff. Like we've been talking a lot about like how we were able to go from like, you know, like when we were first starting out. Right. It's like what? Like 500 bucks a video. Maybe shit, I was, doing you know, for free. Two, I was doing free right. or two hundred dollar yeah, videos. Like lunch. we don't know. Some and lunch, then, yeah, some food, <laughs> shit, a hoodie. And now, like, you know, we got ran, we got cars, like, girlfriends and stuff, expensive, I assume. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, you got to start making it, like, what, closer to five, right? A video, six, ten, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, how we got that step is, like, an interesting venue. Yeah, and I, I think that's going to be the... We get questions all the time as to just, like, how to charge more. And it's, it's a very loaded question. It's very hard to answer over DM. So today is going to be big convo is about taking the leap from basically how you can provide more value to the people and the companies that you're trying to work for. Right. You we, know, and to get to that, to get to those bigger numbers that you could pay rent with, you could, 
like actually make a full blown living off of this and turning it from starving artist to like business person. And I think it's the difference between labeling yourself and coming onto set as a videographer. Mm-hmm. And that's you get five hundred dollars for that, right? Yeah, you're a videographer. You're you're not but getting more than that if grand. you're like, oh, like we are producing and directing um, this spot yeah. for you, or this even if it's just like a video for whatever Joe's Auto Shop. But Joe's Auto Shop, he has money, mm-hmm. and he'll pay you if he thinks he's getting a production company coming in. You like yeah, hire yeah. a buddy, bring in the lights, bring in the stuff, whatever. Yeah, and then you just have to start saying bigger numbers. Yeah, I think. I think when I started getting paid more money for stuff, like when I started getting into like the 5K stuff or even the 10 Mm -hmm. or even like the 20 Uh and the 20, Uh, you know what I'm saying? The 20, which is like, which was something that you never think will happen. Right. You never think that's going to happen. When you're getting 500 bucks a video or 200 bucks a video, you're like, there's, okay, this is going to be really difficult for me. And I think you put yourself in that box. Yeah. Because, right? It's like, it's It's just you. It's just you. Yeah, exactly. I think I listened to something long time ago. Um, from it wasn't Chris Doe, but it like he says this all the time. Like Chris Doe is a big graphic designer. He talks about how like just grab your rate and just double it. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what you would say on the phone to me. Like you, I'd be like, hey, I heard you say that number. You just like say three times more of that. You know. Well, I mean, and also too, you uh, you never you can't be afraid to get told no. And I mm. think that I that I changed my mindset from like when someone came to me. I used to always think when someone called me about a video, right? Right. And they said five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever that number was back in the day. I would immediately account for that money in my bank account, mm, right? Sure. So I would live like I already had it, and then yeah. I'd be, and then and such then, a thing you did. No, no, I know, I know. And then, and then, a what lot, are we buying a, today? A, a lot of the times, though, a lot of the times, though, I feel like that that isn't good because now you're like, okay, you you think that this five hundred dollars or this thousand dollars is automatically there. Something happens, it falls sure. through, it falls through, and then you're like, ah, you're like relying on that money for like all these things that you're gonna do. You're like, okay, I can pay rent with this, I can do this. When I stopped doing that, and I was just like, yo, if this works out, it's gonna work out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, wasn't meant to be. I'm gonna right. move on to the next thing. I wasn't like married to this person's money. It was just like, okay, um, this is why it costs this much. And I think I'd approach it differently when we would speak. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, yeah, you need that. Like I'd be like, no, no, I don't do that. Mm. So this is what I do. I make yeah. really high quality production level stuff. Stuff, and right. this is what it looks like and this is how much it costs and this is how much it costs and if they're like oh i can't afford it, it's like that's okay but i'm gonna give you someone that can do it for this much even though i can do it way better but you're gonna they're gonna fuck it up i right. dude, i tell them that too i i think I, I would tell like anyone when i was like oh this is gonna cost 5k and you get the people that are like why does it cost 5k mm. like why i know a guy that can do yeah, it, for why tw- it i know a guy that can do it for 2500 <laughs> yeah i know a guy that can do it for 2500 bucks it's like then go with the guy that yeah. can do it for 2500 and, and get a crappy video get a, get a worse video the other get a thing worse product. too is that we talk about is so many times starting out for the first years of making videos i would say i would think like oh this is gonna be like, i'm gonna say a thousand dollars for this video mm-hmm. and then they'd say like great and i'm like fuck 100%. you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean and like for, Son of a- for still because you can't go they can't be like oh that's lower than i thought and then you can't be like oh no no do that you know yeah, you can't go yeah, up yeah, no, it's but dead. you you can go down yeah. so you say like a big you say twenty five thousand, and they're like we really looking to do like 15 but like, okay great like maybe 17 and then they're like okay cool but you know like you can't go you can't say five and get 15 eventually it's just not gonna or happen you say this is this is what you're gonna get for 25k or this is what i can provide for right. five thousand. Oh, you know what our budget's only 2500 well okay this is what i can do right. within your budget i'll come i'll come with continuous out of focus just me for two hours you know yeah I mean? and, and i think i think it's like all about managing expectations and how much value you can provide to them because dude it depends on where the vi- like these are all great questions that i'm sure a lot of you if you're a creator you probably don't ask these where is it going to be played how long are you going to run this mm. ad for um 
I'm trying to. I'm trying. Like to, what kind of revenue are you going to bring in from this? Yeah, video? exactly. Because those are all great questions. Or and if, what are you? What are you hoping to accomplish if, from right. this? If we're video. gonna make 400k from the video, I'm not gonna charge you four grand. That doesn't right. make sense. No. That doesn't make sense at all. No. Because a video is gonna make you four hundred thousand right. dollars in ad spend. Right. Whatever. Like they're gonna yeah. spend four. Like they're gonna spend 100k on ad spend. They're gonna get back 400k. Right. Or whatever. Whatever those numbers are gonna look like are gonna be whatever. So I think those are like all great questions. And obviously, you're not gonna ask that question to the mom and pop donut shop right the, that's not a question for them because they're gonna be like we just literally want to post this on instagram man right and so that and that's where i think that price shifts is you can't you're not going to charge the mom and pop shop that makes 10 grand a month 5k for a video doesn't make sense for them financially that's stupid right. you know they're right. gonna be like no dude sorry right. we can do 200 bucks right but i will say though just to not don't like um neglect like the instagram shit because like yo like when I was cutting like Nike commercials, we do a lot of just social spots too. Mm-hmm. It'd be like $100,000 budgets for these social Instagram stories, dude. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even living on the feed. It was yeah. stories. And like, I mean, like the Kia stuff, I'm sure half the stuff I just shot was on social and I'm pretty sure that budget was pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I came out pretty good, you know, yeah. like so staying, go- staying in the fucking wind, dog. Like, <laughs> there you go. go. Yeah, dude, your hotel <laughs> looked really go. nice. It was nice. Um, Too big. Dude, I had to pee in the middle of the night and I was like, I can't remember which room's the bathroom. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry. Dude, I was it was dark and I like opened the closet. I opened like the like little den area and I was like, I just don't know where the bathroom is. Oh, man. It kinda stressed me out. I'm I'm not a fancy guy like that, dude. It's cool. okay. Some Oh, I took a Fiji water from the mini bar, bad choice. It's like a, just seven dollars. Just fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that, air one? I mean I don't pay for it, but yeah. like, still I felt bad. <laughs> I think too, like a big difference between someone that's charging like 500 bucks as opposed to like 2000 or 5000 one it's mindset obviously and one it's process the mm-hmm. other is process yeah we touched on this last pod yeah the the because <laughs> it's like so like we're not going to talk about it again. <laughs> no 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 i'm saying <laughs> I know. did I, we did we talk we talked no about, we just talked about how important process is so oh, yeah yeah and i think sorry go ahead th- no that's just the difference between rookies and pros totally rookies don't have a process pros have a process like when when you pay when clients pay a certain amount of money for things there's expected things that come with that right like if they if they're paying twenty thousand for a video you're not coming with one person no right correct they're gonna be like yeah where where is all of this money going towards they're gonna right. ask you that they're like what is this 20 or what is the hundred thousand going towards? right i haven't ever done a 100k video but soon. but they're gonna that, that, that I'm, they're gonna ask you what that and what's that and like? it's like important to write down like your budget breakdown Everything. in in your treatment yeah because then you can okay charge for pre-production mm-hmm. three grand whatever like director five grand mm-hmm. audio guy whatever yeah whatever. and like Photographer, colorist, audio, workstation, um, renting all the gear from yourself. Like these are all and others, like and others, exactly. All the shit you gotta rent. They're rent every client is renting your gear from you. Every time. Every single time. Right. Even if it's even if you say another and another way to get into a higher price range is like they're like, We can pay a guy a thousand dollars and be like, That's great, we can Pay me a thousand dollars and I'll make the video, but my my gear rental is gonna be five hundred for the day. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden you're making fifteen hundred bucks. You're like, you know, mm-hmm. that's a good little hack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. a, yeah, it's great. It's a way better way to charge people because then they understand like why they're paying the way they are. So couple, I guess to summarize what we've talked about so far, the notes that we've hit. Right. You want to get a you want to practice your craft and get good enough at it to where you feel confident mm-hmm. to be able to charge more. Yep. Um, you want to run your business like a business, not like a rookie, right? right. So you want to be organized. You're not just a videographer, you're a company. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you want to find the right client. Not yeah. every client is going to be able to 
spend a thousand bucks, two thousand exactly. bucks. And, and three, that's okay whatever, though, yeah. as long as you just make it worth your time. Yeah, like, okay, sure. you only have five hundred dollars, that's great. I'll come for two hours and I'll do like or, one edit. Yeah, or to cut even even like the I think that like for those listening, we done shit in the past like for way less money right stuff that we don't want to do or way more money for stuff you don't want to do right and so that and that's okay that's like okay and you don't have to post about that stuff right you don't have to like you can just you can just take you the can check, just take baby. the check and just call it a day and yeah. just keep moving on with your like, life we always say like if if there's a really cool project and i think we've touched on this before you can do it for less if there's a project you're like, I just don't want to do that, just charge a lot, dude. Because mm-hmm. then it's fun when you're doing it. You're like, I hate this, but I'm making bags, dude. Yeah. Also, going <laughs> off that, if you're not making the 1500 2000 mm-hmm. 5000 for a video yet, okay. and you're stuck in that maybe 350 to 500 range, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, how, like, no one's hiring me for more money. Mm-hmm. I don't have that opportunity to work on a bigger project. Take it upon yourself to make a spec ad, invest in yourself, Mm -hmm. make that piece of content. So then you can show somebody what you're capable of when you have a bigger budget, bring on more people and you just have something to show. Yeah, you got to have something to show because you I don't think the the person that you're trying to pitch the product to they got to be able to envision themselves in the video, in the design, yeah. in the in the writing. How it's going to feel. How it's going to feel exactly. That and that's the whole point of like a director's treatment, right? right. Is so they can be like, "Oh, this is how this is how you're going to use our mm-hmm. brand to do this thing. This is how all this money is going to come together." You know what I mean? And you can also like if you're in the $500 range, you can upcharge people with other things like strategy right right social cuts you make them a wide video and then mm-hmm. go or or like one design or whatever i'm gonna use video it's easier for me because i do video so you make them a wide video that's gonna go on like their website yep hey hey jim by the way we can cut this down into five reels and an instagram video that's under a minute of this 10 minute video that we made you guys for your website this package is going to be this, right. you know what I'm saying? And then you can start to like add up things on the, on the tally sheet that are going to make you more money. You pitch them like, we're not going to do the four by five in feed video because mm-hmm. it's going to get a hundred views. Maybe mm-hmm. we're going to do reels. It could go huge. We yeah. don't know. So nine sixteen, and, and let's like, run, and let's run a couple and hundred you bucks. Teach of, them yeah. Run a couple hundred bucks of ad spend behind right. the reel. Let's test it out. Also for those listening, really sidetracked note reels. They did a test on reels and TikTok ad spend reels outperformed TikTok ad spend. Just really? to, yeah. Very so people put more, more mo- or the, the same, same amount ad, of money the same yeah. ad same Goes amount of money there. tiktok had or instagram reels had more engagement and more impression that doesn't surprise me no yeah instagram still dominates instagram, but here's the thing dude i was flipping through instagram the other night and it took me i was literally just like flipping 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 mm-hmm. probably 15 minutes to find a post by someone that i actually know and wow. I follow I follow eight hundred people I know. Well, we knew this. It's dead. It's, it's dying. It's dead. It's dying. And it's not just it's because with ads. it's not just because my friends aren't posting that much. I, in fact, I think they are still. <laughs> it's that the aggregators. It's like fuck Jerry Complex, whatever yeah. Barstool. Mm-hmm. They just dominate because they know how to run the algorithms. You don't see yeah. anything that you actually care about. It's just mm-hmm. like puberty, whatever, like all that stuff. It's all it is. And then it would be like that. It would be like that aggregator, aggregator, ad Wait, aggregator. TikTok's gonna be popping for maybe. 
couple more years, I think. Oh yeah, and then and then and then the ads, yeah, the ad spend's gonna pop in there, and then there all these big companies like the Chipotle's, the Walmart, they're already yeah. there. They're just not going crazy already, you know. Once you get all the airline companies, all mm. the the beer companies, the vodka companies, all those companies start to put all the ad spend into the app, then it's gonna ruin it. Yeah, and it's it, just like just like how I happened with Facebook first. Yeah, exactly. And then Instagram because you don't see people that you know. Yeah, you don't stuff. see their stuff. You just it just you just like oh I'm just getting I was flipping through Instagram I'm like I am just getting marketed to. Right now. Yeah, we That's got all it is. Yeah, and we we got we got a little sidetrack there for a second. Anyways, I can bring it back. Yeah, we can. We Another can, thing with pricing that yeah. I was thinking about Hit is me. a really good way to like make sure you don't accidentally get ripped off. Is just like set a day rate and stick to it and know Ooh. what your day rate is. Okay. So someone's like, hey, I got two hundred bucks to make a video. I'm like, look, my day rate's a thousand dollars a day for shooting, five hundred for editing. So like, if it's gonna be two shoot days and five edit days, like it's just gonna cost you more than two hundred bucks. Like I'm not gonna do the math right now because I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. I did the math in my head. I'm not even gonna say the number now because I don't want it to be wrong. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but use a day rate and stick to it, yeah. and don't don't sacrifice because you're gonna be pissed if you're working five days and you're getting two hundred bucks. You're just gonna be unhappy for those five days. And like, and I I also too like for those for those listening if someone does give you an opportunity to work with them and it's less but it's going to benefit you don't be hesitant about taking that because I've done that a ton and it's always ended up paying off more for me. If it's like cool creative. If it's a really yeah. cool creative, really cool creator or like really cool brand. Or you just get like good proper like experience doing a higher level job. Like Bang. say you only P- ever P- cam P- P- and a P- yeah. PA and for shit is great experience. Right. You get to pick all those guys. Well, brains. And like, say you, say you like usually only get the cam up, right. Oh, but okay. you want to be a DP, but someone's like, I'll pay you 200 bucks to DP this project. Then you like, and that's director of photography, mom in Minnesota who might not know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, then you in PA production assistant. Anyways, um, then you get that experience and now you're like, Oh, I can DP something. I did it for this job. You don't have to tell them how much money they paid you. Mm. And now you can do it maybe on bigger stuff and actually end up earning more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, you gotta make, you, you gotta make the stuff that you want to get paid for. Yeah. hundred percent. You always say that. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you started doing that kind of with like the cooler, like the, the sunglasses and the fashion stuff and like the really high level, like, yeah, the, the, um, Oh, also I kind of wanted to touch on this. Won my first award Bang, as a buddy. filmmaker. Blah, blah, blah. 505 first award. Let's, Let's go. I um I forgot it. I forgot about that. I was really hyped on it. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. But that was a project where I took I probably got paid maybe 30 or 40 percent of what I would typically pay. Sure. One, it was a good buddy of mine who started the line, the sunglasses line. But two I was, I saw the creative, what it was for it. And I thought to myself, wow, this is going to be an opportunity for me to create something that I've never created before, work on a bigger set, make something that I'm super proud of. I I hadn't at that time really been doing a lot of like creative stuff um, as far as like those bigger videos. Um, I had wanted to get into like the fashion scene, um, like more editorial stuff. And I made an awesome video that I'm super happy Mm -hmm. about. Website quality shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that led to me getting a lot more other work. I was able to put it on my own social media, won an award for it. But that's a a specific example of me deciding to take less and really seeing a benefit from doing so. Yeah, I think that's like a, it's a huge testament to just like, if you believe in a project and you work hard at the project, you put your time into the project. It's going to pay off. You know, it sounds kind of hypocritical to say like 
stick your day right, but also like go less if you want to. Yeah, I know. But I know, it's what I we're know. saying. Yeah, but that's not yeah. what we're saying. We're saying is that if you do stuff that you are passionate about and maybe it is less, you will get paid more money for something later because they see that you can make something truly incredible. For sure. And sometimes you just need to take the hit to like make that, but eventually that'll lead to a higher day rate that you can then stick to. You know what I mean? For sure. It, it, what was it? You taught us a really great phrase. Oh, this is a good so phrase. So I want to touch on this because a lot of times I think... I didn't when make this up, by the way. When you're first starting Brayden out... Brayden started this phrase. <laughs> yeah. This is only Brayden. We, we read it in a book called... Uh, it is called Son of a Bitch. It's by Blair a- Blair Ines. The, 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 the book is called Son of a Bitch. No, <laughs> okay, so we just cut. Sorry. Um, we still don't know what the book name is. What is the, what is the name of that book? It's not Stay Like an Artist. It's, no, um, no, oh, 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 the, the, the Pitching yeah. Manifesto. The, yeah, The Win Without Pitching Manifesto. Mm, there you go. That's we found it. Called. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. Long story short, when you're first starting out, you may not know how to talk to a client properly, phrase certain stuff. You know what you want to say. You just don't know how to say it. And this is a term that I think everyone can benefit from and use. Go ahead and say it. Yeah. The minimum level of engagement is a great term. And it's what you say to someone when they go, hey, um, you know, I want to do a video for 200 or 500 bucks, whatever. And you're like, I need to make a thousand dollars on this. My minimum level of engagement is a thousand dollars. That way you're setting the tone. Like, yo, if you want to get in the door, it's going to cost a thousand bucks. Right. It's, that's it. If you want a piece of me, exactly. That's what it costs. And, and then they're gonna, they could come back to you and say like, "Yo, um, we can do seven fifty. You're like, "One more time." The minimum right. level of engagement, like the bottom line, is is a thousand bucks. A lot of time, it's more. Yeah, yeah a the lot minimum. Of, yeah, the minimum. Is exactly, and that that helps you to um, to weed out all the people that can't afford to work with you. Because I think in the past, I messed this up a ton. I would spend days working on pitches for companies that couldn't afford to do what I would do. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, they you'd send you'd work like for a whole week yeah. on this shit. You send out the damn the treatment. Right. This is silly. I did this in the past. And then they'd get you they give you a call. Yeah, we just can't afford that. Well that's great because I just wasted right. 48 straight hours working on this and you can't afford to work with us. Right. It's so you gotta do that over the phone. You gotta figure out budgeting right away. Right away. The, yeah. Talk about budget beginning. early and right off the bat. Don't work at all until you know how much money you're gonna get paid. You can't if you're gonna go into like design, filmmaking, photography, you cannot be afraid to talk about money. Yeah. It's like everyone's afraid to talk about money. No one wants to ask you how much you charge. You just gotta know what you wanna make, know what it costs. Like, okay, I need an, I need to make five hundred bucks to yeah. make to make my living this month. I need an extra five hundred bucks. If someone hits you up and they can't hit the 500 bucks, then you say no. And, and it's right. it's hard. Talking about money is hard and it can it's be awkward. And especially when you're charging more than you're used to, right? You're like, you know what? This video, I was making 500 in the mm. past, but I want to make 750 or $1,000 mm. for this video. And you might, um, you might be hesitant about saying that number. Um, but dealing with saying your number at the very beginning and, and getting the money part out of the way... It just leads you to either not waste your time and weed out someone who can't afford to work with you or saying, okay, great. They can't afford to work with me at this price. This is the right client to work with. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, you got it, dog. No, I was just going to say that I also have done, I've done work in the past with people that didn't understand um, the... Fuck, where was I going with this? God damn it. What were we just talking about? I just totally blanked. I'm just totally blanking right now. Minimum level of engagement? 
Oh, with the, the minimum level engagement. Okay. So with, with that minimum level of engagement, obviously you weed out those people that you can't, you don't like, can't, can't work with you. And also it just set, it sets you up as a leader or not a leader. It sets you up as like a, as a top, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, it sets top. No, 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 no. It sets, it sets you up as a, is a, is a top of the elevator. No, not top Penthouse. of the elevator. Top no, of the world. No, it sets, it sets biggest you, rock in the land. It set, top of my I like class. Big, I like biggest top of the class, biggest rock. It sets you up as the bigger rock. In I'll the be land. honest. I didn't even listen to the beginning. It, it's okay. Saying, it, so it, it just set, it just sets you up as an, as an expert in whatever it is. That you, hey, you know what? You know, another thing, if you're at the point where you're making $500 a video or 200 or whatever, whatever it may be. We and we don't judge. And maybe you don't feel comfortable charging a little bit more. You're still starting out. A way that you can leverage that price but turn it into more is getting clients on retainer, which mm. means you have reoccurring videos or content with them on a monthly basis. Absolutely. So instead of doing just one video for them, say, hey, you know, maybe you need a video for your website or you want this video for Instagram, but this would be great for you to do on a weekly or monthly basis, yep. and then you turn a one-time yeah. three or $500 a month client into a reoccurring client. So now over the course of the year, if you're charging $500 and you do one video for them a month, now that turned into a $6,000 client as opposed to just a one-time $500 client. Right, a few words that like changed my life basically, because when I moved here I had no money, but I had like one gig and it was the film Dreamforce, like Salesforce is a huge conference. And it was like a 10K job, which was crazy because I had no money. And I did it and they liked it a lot. And at the end, I sent them the final edit and I just said, let's make this an annual thing. I know the conference goes on every year. Like, let's do this every year. Let's make this an annual video. And like, it has been ever since. And it's great. And like, Kosas came one year. We had a lot of fun in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. And like that, like keeping recurring things, making taking a one-off video and making it a recurring thing, then you just have more work. And that's what it all comes down to. You got to hustle a little bit. And video is so prominent these days. Everybody needs to be on social media, specifically TikTok mm. and Instagram, that they're doing themselves a disservice if they're not consistently cranking out video content. And you can leverage that and say, hey, this one video is great, but it'd be even more beneficial for your brand to do videos every month. Right. And then you can say like, and it'll just be like, whatever, 30 grand a year is a lot more spread out. You can even say it by month, so it's less stressful to say that big number. Yeah. But like, then you do end up getting that, and then you make like three of those, and all of a sudden you're making 100K and you're a baller. Another thing is you guys just bought a really nice camera, and this is the last tip that we'll give you for today, but upgrading your gear and having nicer gear, you don't need the nicest gear. However, upgrading your gear can be a leverage point to charging more for Absolutely. a video. The second we got the red, my day rate chart doubled. Yeah, it for literally sure. doubled. I was like, oh, we have a red now. I'm going to come to you with a fully built out red camera, which just carries weight. And like, you can also, but the, the hack to this is you don't have to buy it. Exactly. You can, you can say that you own it. You can say you'll come with a fully built out red. Just rent it one day. You'll learn how to use it. It's not that hard. Um, maybe two days. Maybe three. Five. But... <laughs> Then, and then you can come and you just say that and then you can come with it and then they know that they're getting a high quality product because that just like has that brand that has that weight. Mm -hmm. And then you can just continue to charge more every time you shoot, which is great. For example, you're charging $500 for a video on a pea shooter. Right. You say, hey, I'm going to charge you $1,000 or $1,500 for this video because I'm bringing yeah. a nicer camera. It, yeah. it costs you $300. Yep. 
to rent that camera, right. but now then you're profiting even more because you're renting a nicer camera. And again, you can charge them for the rental and you rent your whole kit. A little bang, bang. Bang, bang. All right, I got to go take a 10-1. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 505 Podcast. I want you to make sure to lob a screenshot up on your story because it really does help the boys out more than you know. And I think we just checked, I just checked, we have 27 countries to listen to the 505 That's incredible. Podcast. That's crazy. It's my which, favorite number. We're international, is, baby. Which is unbelievable. Mr. Wolf. And we will see you guys all next episode. Peace. Peace.